is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Shelly's here. It's news time. Yep. And no more mic throwing is going to make the news today. I'll tell you about that. Also, I guess our house wasn't worth as much as we thought it was. Was it now, Marky Mark? It's all brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More, your ultimate cannabis culture shopping experience. Ask about their loyalty program at four locations. Pitbull Tobacco and More for locals by locals. We do start with a welcome home to some Virginia National Guard soldiers who have been serving in Iraq since March. They got to come home in time for the holidays, is how oh. every news report put it. They returned to Norfolk, Hampton, and Richmond on Saturday. The soldiers assigned to Norfolk-based 1st Battalion, 111th Field Artillery Regiment, 116th Infantry Brigade Combat Team. So a big welcome home there and a big thank you going out to all of them. Boy, no kidding. Nine months in Iraq does not sound very glamorous to this guy. No, not so much. Thank you very much. much. Yeah, for real. Uh, meanwhile, over the weekend, Black Panther Wakanda Forever held the box office crown for the fourth straight weekend, bringing in $17.6 million. The comic holiday thriller Violent Night debuted at $13.3 million. But the biggest talking point of the weekend was a movie that was absent from theaters. Netflix has the Rian Johnson's whodunit sequel, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. It was supposed to be in theaters this weekend, and it would have been one of the weekend's top draws. But Netflix decided that it would instead keep it on a more limited sneak peek for one more week. So instead of, here's how the Associated Press wrote it, instead of feasting on glass onion moviegoers, we're fed mostly box office leftovers. Oh, see how you are? Yeah. Now, elsewhere in the entertainment news, Metal Injection says Axl Rose is no longer going to be throwing his microphones out into the crowd like he's done for decades now uh, because a woman in Australia got hit in the face by one of his mics and suffered two black eyes and a swollen nose. Oh, my God. I didn't realize this was his move. Yeah. Like, I guess, you know how they'll throw like guitar picks and even drumsticks. Yeah. A microphone still has more heft to it. Yeah. Uh, I I read the longer version of the story last week. It's apparently something he's been doing, but she was out in the crowd, not even directly up front. He just, you know, like, and throws it out into the crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, But so she's, uh, she's not even at the front. And I guess she wasn't quite, watching what was happening and really? it right? came down here right on the bridge of the oh, nose. Man, yeah. That hurt. So imagine taking this cra- yeah, I mean I know. we we occasionally like bump a tooth or a lip on it and it's like ow <laughs> it and hurts. it's not even that's just coming yeah. at it from the side, you know? This mm-hmm. is smack right down on you. Sure. Yeah, it did. It caused some damage to her face. I mean she'll I be dang. okay. It didn't break or anything, but still that that sucks. Rod Stewart used to kick soccer balls out and uh-huh. somebody finally Took one in the head and yeah, that ended it. Not going to do it yeah, no more. Nope. Well, uh, it bounced off of her nose and then somebody else got the microphone and ran off with it. So she doesn't even have that. It's like oh, the, man, the good, sucks. yeah, the, uh, the, the charm or the, the, you know, take home thing. thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, after bringing it to the attention of uh, proper authorities and oh. news media, mm-hmm. Axel posted, it has come to my attention that a fan may have been heard at our show in Australia, possibly being hit by the microphone at the end of the show when I traditionally toss the mic to the fans. If true, obviously, we don't want anyone getting hurt or mm-hmm. somehow in any way hurt anyone at any of our shows right. anywhere. Having tossed the mic at the end of the show for over 30 years, we always felt it was a known part of the very end of our performance that fans wanted and were aware of to have an opportunity to catch the mic regardless in the interest of public safety 
from now on, we'll refrain from tossing the mic or anything to the fans during or at our performances. Unfortunately, there are those that, for their own reasons, choose to frame their reporting regarding this subject in a more negative and irresponsible, out-of-nowhere light, which couldn't be further from reality. We hope the public and, of course, our fans get that sometimes uh, some things happen. A big thanks to everyone for understanding. I'm just trying to find a place where he, uh, I'm trying to find a video of him tossing the mic on the spur of the moment, and I just don't know if I'm going to get there. But Yeah. Well, let's see. This oh, is this the one that? There, there it is, and there he goes. Yep. All right, well, he just fired it into the crowd, and it was, it's not, I mean, he's throwing it out there. Yeah. It's not a gentle toss. Oh, yeah. uh, he's tossing it. I mean, he's not yeah. like, you know, winding yeah, yeah. up and like, like nailing somebody, but he definitely throws it out there. Like you're, oh, look, you know, started the whole oh. damn thing over in again. The same, it's in the same vein as throwing out a drumstick or a, sure. a pick or whatever, right? More or less, yeah, more or less. But uh, he fires it back there pretty far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not to the person in the front row. It's and definitely not. Yeah. All gonna, right. So he's still gonna, talking, still talking, changing hands, uh, and there it goes. And a toss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Underhanded, throwing it up there. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that thing still, what goes up must come down, and it's going to come down. And if it came down on your face because you weren't looking. Well, yeah, he's eight feet above you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to pay attention. That's true. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you don't know what happened. Somebody could have tipped it. You could be looking right oh, at him for and sure. hit somebody's hand. Oh, for sure. And Karen's into your face. 30 years of doing this and this I'm is the first time? I'm shocked this is the first time. Yeah, right. Microphones are, uh, <laughs> like you said, heavy. <laughs> Although I would imagine everybody's hands going for it. It doesn't sound like he even yeah. completely believes the story, you know, in his oh, statement. Really? Didn't it kind of sound like he was a little bit dancing around that? Like, well, we thought everybody knew that we did this for and sure that makes it okay. This hit the person. You know, he's almost saying. I don't know, man. Having been on stage and, and uh, done some, I shot a uh, um, confetti cannon once that hit somebody in the face. Yeah. They were too close. That's so bad. I know. I shouldn't laugh. I know. It hit them right in the face. <laughs> I can't help it. It's that getting hit in the head thing that makes me laugh. I, I know it. I just thought, but, you know, uh, learn my lesson. You know, point up. Yeah. Don't yeah. hand me one of those again. I shot it from the hip. No. Oh, yeah. No. Bad idea. <laughs> Don't went bad for you. Uh, well, no more will they throw the mic. So, uh, and his, I'm sure his production team's oh, like, yes, yeah. thank you. There she is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw, I saw her in a Facebook reel. That's where that picture came from. Wow. Both of her eyes are black and the bridge of her nose is Get Right on up. the bridge yep. and then blood down underneath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have some sad news to report today as Bob McGrath, the uh, one of the originals of Sesame Street, died yesterday at his home in New Jersey. He was 90 years old. No word on the cause of death, but he was a Sesame Street cast member from day one, November 10th, 1969. Yep. He was in the show through 2016 as it not as a Muppet or, you know, well, no, no, Muppets, no, he but was, not as a puppet. He was yeah. a human <laughs> human. In the show, uh, Bob started singing at the age of five. He sang in the Seventh Army Symphony Orchestra for two years. He also sang on the NBC show called Sing Along with Mitch from 1960 to 1964. His classic Sesame Street jams included Sing, Sing a Song, and The People in Your Neighborhood. Sing out loud, sing it long, yeah, sing yeah, happy, Bob. not sad. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, police in Texas have announced an arrest in last month's shooting death of the performer Takeoff. Houston police said Friday 
33-year-old Patrick Xavier Clark was charged with murder and has been arrested in connection with the rapper's death. Born Kursnik Kari Ball, Takeoff was the youngest member of Migos, the Grammy-nominated rap trio from Atlanta that also featured his uncle and his cousin, Offset. Police have said the 28-year-old was fatally shot outside of a bowling bowling alley after a private party. Police said Friday that the shooting followed a dispute over a game of dice, but Takeoff was not involved and was just an innocent bystander. Elsewhere, Nick Cannon has been hospitalized for pneumonia. He posted online, so I guess I'm not a Superman. I promised myself I would never be back at this place again. But this is a great lesson to take care of you, or you won't be able to take care of everyone else. Yep. You know, now that he's got... 11 kids to take Uh-huh, care. yeah. Uh, crazy thing is, last night we were just rocking a sold-out crowd at Madison Square Garden in front of thousands of fans. Now I'm all alone in a tiny hospital room. Life is definitely a roller coaster. Maybe he should be in the, what is it, Prevnar? One of these, uh, you know, right. the, the new macaquel pneumonia uh, yeah. vaccine commercial. <laughs> I'm at risk. Because I have 11 children and need to feed them every month. (laughs) Therefore, I run myself into the ground finding jobs. Yep. But sold out. Damn, Madison Square Garden show is no big. I mean, that's a big show. Uh, Elsewhere, Realtor.com says Mark Wahlberg has reduced the selling price of his Beverly Hills mega mansion. It is now for sale for $79.5 million. He Only $79.5. He was asking $87.5. Wow. The uh, European-style mansion has 12 bedrooms, 20 bathrooms, a two-story library, a wine cellar, a cigar cellar, a movie theater, a basketball court, a tennis court, a skate park, a fireplace, a health club, a five-hole golf course, a driving range, and a pool, the HOA fee for the home is $3,000 a month. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, and then you got to do the maintenance. Yeah, yeah, you That's do. just to be in the Neighborhood Association. Yep. That's that's so we can have a nice gate <laughs> at the end of the street and manicured bushes. 79.5. Like, I dropped the price of my house to 79.5 yeah. million. That's crazy money. It doesn't matter where you live. That's that. That's amongst the highest. Man. You know? yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Your average movie star's... 10 million, 14 million. That gets you a nice house. Yeah. You get a nice house. Oh, yeah. You get a nice house almost anywhere. This I'm, is, listen to all this real estate. I'm like 400,000 is a really, really nice house. Yeah, but how <laughs> like, much, listen to how much land you get. Yeah. I'm thinking of in Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. For $14 million, you still get a nice house. When you hit 20 bathrooms, yes. um, that's a. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of scrubbing all those toilets. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, my gosh. I'm not yes. interested in this at all. <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, well, speaking of homes for sale, a diehard Goonies fan purchased the Goonies house and Portland, Oregon. The 1896 home was heavily mm-hmm. featured in the film. It has the views of the uh, Columbia River. The fan and a childhood friend also purchased the house next door. He says, my childhood friendships were and still are instrumental to my development and success. Buying this home is a huge step in showing your dreams can become reality with the right friends around you. You don't have to be rich to achieve your dreams, but no. you do need a strong supportive group, honesty, and a desire for adventure. The asking price for the house was $1.7 million, which is still a it's really a lot of nice house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, another person thinks James Corden is a jerk. This is Mel B, you know, Scary Spice of the Spice Girls. Yeah. She was actually asked to name the biggest D-head celebrity she ever met. Huh. She listed four people. Mm-hmm. Corden, Jesse uh. J, herself, and Jer- Ginger Spice, Jerry. 
Oh, really? Why Ginger Spice, yeah. she said. Quote, I love her to bits, but she's really annoying. As for James Corden, she said, quote, I think you always have to be nice to the people that you work with, whether it be production, camera guy, sound, lighting. We all work for the same thing, so you should always be nice. And he hasn't been very nice. So she's seen him mistreat people or she's just heard things? I don't know. She must be must be first person. You're supposed to name the list, you know, from people you know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. She's a Brit. He's a Brit. Yeah, so maybe. she has knowledge of him before he ever got here, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, as you probably heard, Elon Musk has suspended Kanye West from Twitter again after he posted a picture of the star of David merged with a swastika. And then Musk got dragged by Jack White, not for banning Kanye, but for his very mixed, muddled, and seedier pants messaging when it comes to free speech. And also for still letting Donald Trump tweet when, according to Jack, he's just as bad. Jack said, quote, so Elon... How's that free speech thing working out? Oh, I see. So you have to choose who gets free speech and who doesn't then. It's nice to watch in real time as you learn that all things need to be regulated, whether that be guns, drugs, alcohol, assembly, or speech, because of the danger of someone or something being hurt or destroyed. They're sometimes called laws, and perhaps you're learning how harmful it is and can be when you let dangerous, hateful people say whatever they want on your stage. Yeah, like uh, Hiro, you know, hollering fire in a movie theater. I mean, this is nothing new. You know, it's it's only new because it's from Jack White, and who, <laughs> who's not my go-to on uh, uh, you know pantheon of uh, who should get to say what. <laughs> there is no free speech. There, there is uh, free speech where the government is concerned. The phrase is uh, the Congress shall make no law, and then that goes towards abridging your right to express yourself online. You you can. Censor anything you want to censor. Oh, yeah. In the real world, businesses can censor anything they want to censor. That's their prerogative. That's how it all works. So I don't know what Elon's version of free speech is. I did find it interesting, though, that I watched an interview with him when he was 23 years old. Okay. And he had a website, which which was... Um, the first it was it was the first website that uh, told you what was happening in your town. Like if you lived in New York City, okay. you'd go to this website and it would tell you all the things that are going on in New York. And and it was called oh geez Zip Two or something like that. Yeah, but that's useful. That's so it was useful. useful. <laughs> but his, his listening to him talk about expressing yourself in the online world yeah. and forums, etc. You could I could see where this is all born. What it is all born of. Sure. Where that comes from. There's no, there's no talk of rockets or battery-powered cars or uh, neural brain links, which yeah, apparently that's, that's getting ready to go. Yeah. Neuralink, yeah. <laughs> uh, yet another business that I, I mean, it's, it's amazing how many different uh, areas this guy is involved in. But I, th- I really think the Internet is his first love. It would appear to be so, based on his first business. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard him talk before about you know the the how important he feels that Twitter is to the world as a open space for people to share all their thoughts. Yeah, no doubt, and it has Twitter is is something that's done in real time, so it has this this component that makes it in the fabric of society. It's bigger than just its place as a business. Sure. Especially now as a as a uh, questionable business because so many companies have taken their advertising off of it until they figure out how it's going to be run. Well, I mean, that's clear that all of these uh, yeah. social media type pages have been 
they they have to talk to the government. They have to go before Congress, you know, from time to time and testify about themselves. So it's no definitely doubt. bigger than just business. They can compel you to do that because of the, the, the far-reaching effect that you have. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that where, like you and I are concerned, we have rules. Yes. Because we're broadcasting on the, the public airwaves. Uh, there are rules that are in place. There are, there are election laws. If you have a candidate on, you have to give equal time to another candidate, et cetera. None of this website stuff has any of these rules. Yeah. They're, they're trying to decide if we're going to make them have rules, fairness rules. Sure. Or, uh, you know, uh, um, how much misinformation can you put out there well, until it becomes if, – if it's provably wrong, but yeah. you're riding that wave, Alex Jones – Yes. Then you should be thrown off. Because there are real world. There needs world, to be a bouncer. There's real world ramifications uh, of saying yes yeah. to, that, to that happening. I mean, yeah. those, with the Alex Jones, those families were harassed, you know? Uh, yes. So, Somebody shot up one of their houses. Yeah. I mean, you lose a child and then people yeah. are like picking on you now because this yahoo's on, you know, YouTube or the radio or wherever he was. Mm-hmm. All things, actually. <laughs> yes. Doing, you know, he yes. had that little empire. Which he's now trying to declare personal bankruptcy on. Yeah, yes. Good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, no. They're taking the house. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, Enjoy. they are. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to leave all that there and end with something that uh, I think you'd be into. All right. Franzia <laughs> is selling holiday merchandise, oh, including two inflatable lawn decorations Let's... shaped like boxes of wine. Wine boxes. Each one stands about five feet tall, sets you back 50 bucks. They also light up so you can advertise your love of the wine to the whole neighborhood. Yeah. There are two options. You can get the Sunset Blush as one of them. To be clear, they don't actually contain wine. No. Just to, uh, yeah. Uh, You'd never get people out of your yard. Slightly disappointing, but their other merch includes ugly sweaters, a holiday onesie, socks, scarves, a flannel robe, wrapping paper, but who cares about that when you can put giant boxes of wine in your yard? Inflatable the wine. The Tour de Francia. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, around here today, we do have mostly sunny skies. Highs will be in the mid to upper 50s. Calm winds becoming east 5 to 7 miles per hour. Increasing clouds overnight. 47 is your low and a chance of rain moving in tomorrow, especially in the afternoon. Otherwise, cloudy skies. Highs in the mid to low 60s. Uh, right now, where we are at, well, last check was 37. We got to be above Ooh. that now because that was, that was last hour. Yeah. Um, updating, updating. Here it comes. It usually pops up on the TV screen, but instead, no. 42 is where 42, we're at. ladies and gentlemen. And I am Shelly for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Fan-freaking-tastic. There we are. That's right.